So what happened then? وَقَالَ And he said, Who? الَّذِي آمَنَ The one who had believed. He didn't get affected by Fir'aun's cheap joke. He said, يَا قَوْمِ Oh my people. He's ignoring Fir'aun completely. He says, Oh my people, اِتَّبِعُونِ Follow me. Don't follow Fir'aun. Follow me. Take my example and believe in Musa just as I have believed. And if you follow me, أَهْدِكُمْ I shall guide you سَبِيلَ rashad to the way of right conduct. Fir'aun is not guiding you to سَبِيلَ rashad I will guide you to سَبِيلَ rashad So follow my example. يَا قَوْمِ And he advises them, O oh my people, إِنَّمَا Indeed only, هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةُ dunya, The life of this world, this worldly life, it is just a mata'un. It is just a temporary enjoyment. It is insignificant and short-lived, containing comforts that will eventually disappear. وَإِنَّ الْآخِرَةِ And indeed the hereafter. Here it is دَارُ qarar, The home of permanent settlement. قَرَار قَاف رَا What does qarra mean? To become steady and stable. Qarra is also used for that which is cold. قُرَّةُ عَيْن Coolness of the eyes. Because when it's cold, what happens? What happens? You just settle. Right? In your bed. In your couch. Animals hibernate. Don't they? They don't go around. Why? Because it's cold. So, from this qarar is used for permanent stay. Permanent abode. This world is a matar. The worldly life is a matar. It's going to end sooner or later. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it has its enjoyment. But that enjoyment is short-lived. It is temporary. It's very little. The permanent, enduring abode is where? In the hereafter. That is the place to settle down. So think about that. The abode which will never end, from which there is no departure. You see, believing at that time was basically putting your entire dunya on the line. Your life, your wealth, your status, your family, everything on the line. But this Rajal Mu'min is advising his people that if that is the cost, then so be it. Do not sell the hereafter for this world. Because the loss of this dunya is much less compared to the loss of the hereafter. مَنْ عَمِلَ سَيِّئَةً Whoever does an evil deed, فَلَا يُجْزَى Then he will not be recompensed إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا Except its equivalent. Because Allah is just. وَمَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا He's encouraging them. Whoever does righteousness, مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى From male or female, meaning whether a person is a man or a woman, regardless of their gender, those who do good, but there is one condition. The gender is not a condition. The condition is, وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ He must be a believer. Iman is a condition. Then فَأُولَٰئِكَ Then those يَدْخُلُونَ الْجَنَّةِ They shall enter paradise. يُرْزَقُونَ فِيهَا They will be provided in it بِغَيْرِ hisab Without any account. They will be provided without any account. What does that mean? An abundant provision that will be given unconditionally. Unlimited and without any conditions. So such reward that will be impossible to enumerate. Because if you think about it, if you start making a list of things that you wish for, a list of things that you want, a list of things that you want to enjoy, 
isn't it hard to decide? Isn't it? Because there's so many things. Isn't it so? I mean, when you go to a restaurant, why does it take you so long to decide what you want to eat? Why? I mean, whatever you eat is ultimately going to fill you. Isn't it? Because a portion for sure is going to be huge. So whatever you eat is going to satisfy your hunger. But it's about, I want fish, but I also want chicken. And I also want steak. And I also want pasta. And I also want soup. And I also want a salad. And yes, this salad, but I also want that one. This is why it's so difficult to decide. Because there's so many choices. And every single one of them looks so good, you don't know what to take and what to leave. Isn't it so? This is why usually whenever I go out to eat, I never order myself. Never. I always ask the person that I go with, either you order or I ask the what is it, the waiter or the waitress that what's nice. Right? I ask them to give a suggestion. Because it's too hard to decide yourself. Because our wishes are too many. Right? So, يُرْزَقُونَ فِيهَا بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ There's no hisab. Now here, we settle on things that are within our budget because there is a hisab. Isn't it? There is a hisab. There is a bill at the end. So that is something that helps you choose what you want. Even though you might be desiring five things, you force yourself to choose only one thing. But in Jannah, بِغَيْرِ hisab, Without any hisab. This is the benefit of iman. And so this man says, choose wisely. Who are you going to follow? Whose example are you going to take? Are you going to follow my example and believe in Musa? Or are you going to follow Fir'aun's example and deny Musa and mock at him? What are you going to do? In Surah Al-Kahf, Ayah 2, Allah says, وَيُبَشِّرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ الصَّالِحَاتِ أَنَّ لَهُمْ أَجْرًا حَسَنًا They shall have a good reward. In Surah Al-Nahl, Ayah 97, Allah says, مَنْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاتًا طَيِّبًا We shall give him a good life. And this good life in this world and also in the hereafter. وَيَا قَوْمِ He says, and oh my people, مَالِي مَالِي Literally translates as what is for me, as in what is wrong with me, okay, or what do I have. Basically, مَالِي is expressing amazement. It's not to be taken literally. Okay? It's expressing amazement. In Arabic, for instance, it is said, مَالِي أَرَاكَ حَزِينًا that, what's up? What's wrong? What's going on? How come I see you sad? Mali Araka Hazinan. I see you as Hazin, as someone who's sad. Hmm? And what is meant is Malaka, what is wrong with you? How come? What's wrong with you? Why do I see you sad? So over here, Mali, how come? What is wrong with you? That أَدْعُوكُمْ إِلَى najat, I am calling you to salvation. وَالتَّدْعُونَنِي While you are calling me إِلَى النَّارِ To the fire? What's going on? How come? How come this is the case? What's wrong with you? I am calling you to salvation. Najat, noon jim wow. To be saved. Ultimate salvation. Because Iman is what will save you. Safety is in Jannah. I am calling you to Jannah. And you are calling me to the fire? You are calling me to deny the Prophet and end up in the fire? Tadurunani, you are inviting me li akfura that I should deny Billahi in Allah. You're 
calling me to deny, to disbelieve in Allah. Wa ushrika, and that I should associate, bihi with him, ma that which laysa li bihi ilm, I do not have any ilm, any knowledge. And over here, knowledge means proof. Meaning I have no proof for associating partners with Allah. On what basis can I associate partners with Allah? Because remember that the Egyptian people, the ancient Egyptian civilization was a mushrik civilization. They believed in a multitude of gods. They even worshipped Pharaoh. So you're calling me to shirk and I have no proof for that. Why should I? وَأَنَا أَدْعُوكُمْ And I am inviting you إِلَى الْعَزِيزِ الْغَفَّارِ I am calling you to Al-Aziz, the one who is exalted in might, whom you cannot escape, whom you cannot avoid, for he always had, has, and will have power over you. Whether you believe in him or you deny him. He is Aziz. But remember, he is also Al-Ghaffar, the perpetual forgiver, whose forgiveness you cannot refuse. Meaning, why would you refuse his forgiveness? Why would you not benefit from it? I am calling you to Al-Aziz Al-Ghaffar, and you're calling me to shirk? La jarama, assuredly. La jarama, it means certainly, no doubt, surely. It gives the meaning of haqqan, definitely. Annama. Indeed, that which تَدْعُونَنِي إِلَيْهِ You are calling me to. That which you are calling me to. And what is that? What is that? Shirk, the worship of others. لَيْسَ لَهُ What is its reality? Its reality is so sad. That لَيْسَ لَهُ It does not have. لَيْسَ Not. لَهُ For him, meaning does not have. دَعْوَةٌ any call fi dunya in the world wala fil akhirah nor in the hereafter what does it mean by this the one whom you are calling me to you're inviting me to worship has no da'wah in this world or in the hereafter no da'wah as in no da'wah to respond to da'wah literally means to call to invite and over here, da'wah gives the meaning of du'a. Alright, du'a. And what is meant is, that if they are called upon, they do not respond. You're inviting me to worship someone, who, when he is called upon, he doesn't even respond. Neither in this world, nor in the hereafter. In this world, you make a thousand du'as to him to that idol or to that object, it's never going to respond. Why? Because in تَدْعُوهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُوا دُعَاءَكُمْ If you call upon them, they do not hear your dua. In Surah Fatir, Ayah 14. So they have no da'wa, meaning they have no power over any da'wa. They cannot respond to any dua. So you understand the meaning of لَيْسَ لَهُ دَعْوَةٌ Meaning لَيْسَ لَهُ He does not have any istijaba, any response to a da'wah that is made to him. Because he doesn't even hear it. And even if he heard it, he wouldn't be able to answer the prayer. I mean, think about it. These people worship Fir'aun. And Fir'aun was himself afraid. Fir'aun was himself asking permission. How could he grant the wishes of others? He couldn't. And at least he was a human being, so he could hear. 
At least he had some resources. So perhaps he could give. But he was so full of himself and so arrogant and so selfish that why would he give to anybody? So لَيْسَ لَهُ دَعْوَةٌ فِي الدُّنْيَا Okay, this is understood. They cannot answer any prayers in the world. What about fil الْآخِرَةِ In the hereafter. In the hereafter, again, they cannot grant any wishes. Because if people will go to them, requesting them to intercede, will they intercede? No, they cannot. They will not. وَأَنَّ مَرَدَّنَا So basically he's making them realize the uselessness of shirk. That it doesn't benefit you at all. In fact, it harms you. Why would you worship other than Allah? Don't you realize that وَأَنَّ مَرَدَّنَا And indeed our return, إِلَى اللَّهِ It is to Allah. وَأَنَّ الْمُسْرِفِينَ And indeed the transgressors هُمْ أَصْحَابُ They shall be the companions of the fire. He reminds them of their return to Allah after death. That what will you do then? And remember the musrifin, those who transgress the bounds that Allah has set, and over here israf is shirk, then they shall end up in the fire. And he says, فَسَتَذْكُرُونَ After trying so hard, he put his life on the line, he took such a risky, such a bold step, and he explained the truth to them in so many ways, mentioning facts, encouraging them, warning them. What happens? The people don't respond positively. So he says, فَسَتَذْكُرُونَ You will remember مَا أَقُولُ لَكُمْ What I'm telling you. Right now, you don't pay heed to my words. You're ignoring my warnings. You ignore my invitation. But you know what? Very soon, you will remember the words that I'm telling you right now. You will regret. And is this something that happened? Definitely. Because the people of Fir'aun did not believe. Fir'aun himself did not believe. And it so happens in this world that many times when a person is doing something wrong, he is warned, he is advised, but he doesn't take benefit from that advice. And then finally, he is told, you know what? You'll remember. You're not listening to me right now. Very soon you will realize. وَأُفَوِّضُ And now this man knew what danger he had put himself in. He says, وَأُفَوِّضُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ I entrust my affair to Allah. أُفَوِّضُ فَوَضَدْ فَوَضَ يُفَوِّضُ تَفْوِيض You remember the word أَفَاضَ? مِنْ حَيْثُ أَفَاضَ النَّاسِ From where the people go for hajj? أَفَاضَ فَيْضَان It's basically used for the overflowing of water. Overflowing of water. So for example, there is a particular uh, water hole, alright, or a bowl, container, a vessel, and it's filled with water, but the water is still pouring in. What's going to happen? It's going to start pouring out now. Alright? This is the literal meaning of the word. Tafweed is to hand over, it is to submit one's affair to someone. Why? Because your container, your vessel is too small. You can't handle your affair yourself. You understand? Your container is full. Your capacity is maxed out. You have no more ability to take care of yourself, to protect yourself, to defend yourself. So then you need somebody else. So tafweed, tafweedul amr, it is taslim, to hand over 
to submit one's affair to someone. So he says, "Ufawidu amri ilallah." I entrust my affair to Allah. He will protect me. He will take care of me. I know what's going to happen to me now, but Allah will take care of me. Inna Allah basirum bil ibad. Indeed, Allah is seeing of His servants. He sees them. He knows them, and He will protect me against my enemies. No one can benefit against Allah, and no one can protect against Allah. فَوَقَاهُ اللَّهُ So Allah saved him. He trusted Allah and Allah saved him. From what? سَيِّئَاتِ From the evils. مَا مَكَرُوا That which they had plotted. The evil plans that Fir'aun and his people plotted against this Rajul Mu'min, whatever that plan was, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him from all of that. Now what were the details of that evil plot and how is it that Allah saved him? We don't know. And you know what? We don't need to know. Because what is sufficient for us to know is the man relied upon Allah and Allah saved him. And this is the lesson that we need to learn. That we do our best and we leave our affair to Allah. Just like Musa salam, he said, إِنِّي عُزْتُ بِرَبِّي وَرَبِّكُمْ Right? Fir'aun was determined to kill Musa alayhi salam. He was justifying it. He was discussing the murder of Musa alayhi salam. And what happened? While that discussion is going on, a man from within speaks up to defend Musa alayhi salam. And this is the reality. That we can adopt whatever means we want to protect ourselves. But ultimately we should remember it is Allah who will protect us. And what happened? وَحَاقَ بِآلِ فِرْعَوْنَ وَحَاقَ and it enveloped. Bi'ali Fir'aun, the family, the people, the followers of Fir'aun, su'ul adab, the worst of punishment. It is said that this man, he left with Musa alayhi salam and crossed the sea, while Fir'aun and his men were enveloped by the same sea. Wahaqa bi'ali Fir'aun su'ul adab. And this evil punishment, what is it? Allah says, An-Naru, it is the fire. What fire? يُعْرَضُونَ عَلَيْهَا They are exposed to it. يُعْرَضُونَ عَيْنْ رَضَى is to display something. So these people, meaning Fir'aun and his men, they are displayed to the fire, meaning for punishment, when غُدُوًّا in morning, وَعَشِيًّا and evening. Morning and evening, two shifts, a morning shift and an evening shift. Punishment of fire in the morning and punishment of fire in the evening. And this is happening since when? Since the time that they were drowned. Until when? Until the day of judgment. Because then Allah says, وَيَوْمَ تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ And on the day that the hour shall establish, it will be said, أَدْخِلُوا Admit, آلَ فِرْعَونَ The people of Fir'aun into أَشَدَّ الْعَذَابِ Into the severest punishment. And what is that? The fire of hell. So that they would endure it eternally. They drowned in the sea. But what happened? In the barzakh is adab Until the day of judgment. First is the punishment of the grave, and then the punishment of hell. Similar to the people of Nuh a.s. مِمَّا خَطِيئَاتِهِمْ أُغْرِقُوا nara. Because of their crimes, they were drowned, and as they were drowned, they were admitted in the fire. And this ayah is a proof of punishment or reward in the barzakh. What is barzakh? The grave. The time between when a person dies and resurrection. 
that is either a time of punishment or a time of reward. The Prophet ﷺ said, the grave is the first stage of Al-Akhirah. If a person is saved there, then what follows it will be easier than it. And if a person is not saved there, then what follows it will be more difficult than it. In another hadith we learned, the Prophet ﷺ said, when any one of you dies, he is shown his place in the morning and in the evening. غُدُوًا وَعَشِيَّةً He is shown his abode when? In the morning and in the evening. If he is one of the people of paradise, he is shown his place in paradise, meaning in the grave. When? In the morning and in the evening. And if he is from the people of hellfire, then he is shown his place therein. And it is said to him, this is your place till Allah will resurrect you on the day of resurrection. Meaning right now you're here, but on the day of resurrection, this shall be your abode. And then what will happen? Allah says, وَإِذْ and when يَتَحَاجُونَ They will argue. You know, their misery will not end. يَتَحَاجُونَ They will argue فِنَّارِ in the fire. فَيَقُولُ الضُّعَفَاءُ Then the weak ones will say. ضُعَفَاء Plural of ضَعِيف ضَعِيف is one who is weak, not just in the physical sense, but also in one's mind, in one's reason, determination, thinking. Meaning he doesn't think independently, he depends on others. He doesn't reason independently, he just does whatever people tell him. So the weak ones will say, لِلَّذِينَ اسْتَكْبَرُوا To those who are arrogant. They will say, Inna kunna, Indeed we were, لَكُمْ for you taban followers. Taban plural of the word tabir. We were your followers, where? In the world. Meaning we are here today because of you. Just like the man warned his people, don't follow Fir'aun. Follow me. But what happened? They followed Fir'aun. So in hellfire, the weak people, meaning the followers, will say to their leaders, the arrogant ones, that we were your followers. Fahalso are antum you mughnuna, ones who suffice. Anna us, meaning ones who save us, ones who relieve us, nasiban of a portion minanar of the fire. Mughnun, plural of the word mughni. Mughni is one who makes the other ghani, meaning one who enriches the other. That someone has a need and he comes and fulfills it. Alright? So, hal antum mughnuna anna? We are desperate here. Can you relieve us of a share of the fire? Meaning we're suffering so much punishment. Can you take a portion of that punishment? Because after all, we followed you. You brought us here. So can you take your share of our crime? You understand what's going on? They're blaming. They're saying, we are here because of you. So can you take your share from our punishment? Can you relieve us from our suffering? قَالَ الَّذِينَ اسْتَكْبَرُوا The arrogant will respond that إِنَّا كُلٌّ فِيهَا Indeed, all of us are in it. Meaning all of us are suffering from the same punishment. We cannot even help ourselves. How can we help you? Inna kullun fiha. Inna Allah, indeed Allah, qad hakama. Certainly He has judged bain al-ibad between the servants. And when Allah has made His judgment, then no one can go and alter the decree of Allah. La mu'aqqiba li hukmihi. No one can change the decree of Allah. So what will happen now? They will turn to the keepers of the fire, the angels. وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ And those 
who are finnar in the fire, they will say, لِخَزَنَةِ جَهَنَّمْ to the keepers of hell. Khazana, plural of the word khazin. They will say, Udru رَبَّكُمْ Call upon your Lord. You request for us. You are angels, Allah will listen to you. That call upon Him, make dua for us, that you khafif, He should lighten. Khafafa, takhfif is to lighten the burden. So, you khafif anna, He should lighten for us, yawman, one day, min al adab from the punishment. Can we get one day off from the punishment? Can we have just the break of a single day? Qalu, the angels will say, awalam, did not, taku, it was, ta'tikum, it come to you, rusulukum, your messengers, bil bayinat, with the clear proofs, did your messengers not come to you with clear proofs? Qalu bala, they will say yes of course, the prophets did come to us, bil bayinat, qalu, the angels will say, fadu'u, then supplicate, meaning you supplicate yourselves, for we do not intercede for such deniers. We do not intercede for such deniers. You can make dua yourselves. We're not going to help you. Even the angels will refuse to help in any way. Allah says, وَمَا دُعَاءُ الْكَافِرِينَ And the supplication of the deniers is not illa except fi dalal in error. See the word fi dalal is coming again. It is an error, meaning it's never heard as in it's never responded to. وَمَا دُعَاءُ الْكَافِرِينَ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالِ Meaning, in hellfire, when they will call upon Allah, requesting Allah to lighten the punishment, reduce it for one day, will that supplication be heard as it responded to? No. It will not be reduced. In Surah Al-Zukhruf, Ayah 75, Allah says, لَا يُفَتَّرُ عَنْهُمْ وَهُمْ فِيهِ مُبْلِسُونَ The punishment will not be reduced and these people will ultimately despair. What's the conclusion? What's to be learned from this entire incident? Allah tells us, Inna, indeed we, lanansuru, surely we shall help. We shall assist rusulana, our messengers. Just like Musa alayhi salam was helped. Walladina amanu, and also those people who believe, where? Fil hayatid dunya, in the life of this world. In the worldly life, we shall help them. How? Through ways they could never imagine. Just like Musa was helped through that Rajalum Mu'min. I mean, this is something unimaginable. A man from the family of Fir'aun, from the court of Fir'aun, and according to some, he was the heir to the throne. Can you imagine his status? This is why Fir'aun couldn't really argue much with him. All he could do was just crack some cheap jokes. That's what he did. In argument, he lost. Because this man, firstly, he had a high position, and secondly, whatever proofs he was presenting were very strong. So Allah will definitely help His prophets and the believers in the worldly life. He will grant them success. He will protect them. So oh believers, do not worry. And do not give up hope. وَيَوْمَ And also on the day when يَقُومُ ashhad, The witnesses will stand. Ashhad is the plural of shahid. And what is the day when witnesses will stand to give their testimony? It's the day of judgment. And who are these witnesses? It refers to the prophets, angels, believers, people, jawarih, limbs. On that day, Allah will help 
the prophets and the believers also. Meaning he will grant them success in this world and he will also grant them success in the hereafter. Yawma. It is the day when la yanfa'u al-zalimina ma'adiratuhum. La yanfa'u. It will not benefit. Who? Al-zalimin. The wrongdoers. Ma'adiratuhum. Their excuse. Ma'adira. Ain dhal ra. What is udr? An excuse that is given to justify one's behavior or one's action. So it's not going to be accepted. وَلَهُمُ اللَّعْنَ And for them is the curse. Far removed from Allah's mercy. وَلَهُمْ سُوءُ الدَّارِ And for them is the worst home. The worst destination. And you see, part of granting victory to the prophets on the day of judgment is the punishment of their opponents. This is part of the victory that Allah will grant them. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْهُدَى And certainly we gave Musa a.s. guidance. وَأَوْرَثْنَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ الْكِتَابِ And we made the Bani Israel inherit the book. Which guidance was Musa a.s. given? In what? In the form of the Torah. And then after Musa a.s., what is it that Bani Israel had? The book. The Torah. This book, this kitab was hudan, a guide, to bring them out of decline each time they suffered. وَذِكْرَ And a reminder each time they were forgetful. But who took advantage? لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ For those of understanding. For example, in the Torah, there is one instruction that we learn about in the Qur'an. In Surah Al-Isra, ayah number 2, Allah says, وَآتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَجَعَلْنَاهُ هُدًا لِبَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ أَلَّا تَتَّخِذُوا مِن دُونِي وَكِيلًا One instruction was, do not take anyone as a disposer of your affairs except Allah. Meaning, trust entirely upon who? Allah. So this was a reminder contained within the book. And this is something that helped Bani Israel come out of their decline each time they suffered. So the Prophet ﷺ is advised, فَصْبِرْ So be patient. Just like Musa ﷺ was patient. إِنَّ وَعْدَ اللَّهِ حَقٍ Indeed the promise of Allah is true. So be patient over the hurt of your people and their blind hate. Remember that Allah's promise is true, so you don't need to worry. In the meantime, وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكْ Seek forgiveness for your sin. To bring yourself relief. And in order to draw nearer to Allah. وَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكْ And in order to dispel your worries, what should you do? Glorify with the praises of your Lord. Meaning glorify Him, do His tasbih. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. When? بِالْعَشِيِّ وَالْإِبْكَارِ In the evening and in the morning. This is how you bring yourself comfort. This is how you bring yourself hope. Be strong in your hope, for Allah's promise is true. Be patient, like the previous prophets were patient. And the good end shall be yours. Recitation. وَقَالَ الَّذِي آمَنَ يَا قَوْمِ اتَّبِعُونِ أَهْدِكُمْ سَبِيلَ الرَّشَادِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّمَا هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا مَتَاعٌ وَإِنَّ الْآخِرَةَ هِيَ دَارُ الْقَرَارِ مَنْ عَمِلَ سَيِّئَةً فَلَا يُجْزَى إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا وَمَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَئِكَ 
وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْهُدَى وَأَوْرَثْنَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ الْكِتَابَ هُدًى وَذِكْرَى لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ فَاصْبِرْ إِنَّ وَعْدَ اللَّهِ حَقٌّ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ وَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ بِالْعَشِيِّ وَالْإِبْكَارِ